All right, so we're post game. Uh, Leafs Lightning. Uh, Leafs lose five to two. Was it? Yeah, five two. Uh, five three. Three. Five three. Also, yeah. Right, 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 right. I saw so much. I was paying attention. Um, yeah. So we're gonna talk about the game. But we'll talk about the game. Uh, there's some other great stuff that we can we can throw in there. I want to chat with you guys about uh, the Canadian Olympic team. Uh, I'd also love to chat with you guys about uh, some potential uh, pickups in the uh, at the deadline. Some of the team's needs, some of our uh, things that while they've been playing really well, they've shown some deficiencies. So uh, I want to get your guys' take on all that good stuff. So yeah, all this doesn't happen, of course, without our sponsor, uh, PHG Sports of uh, Whitby, Ontario. Uh, you guys know them best from uh, from their Costco Roadshow that they do. So uh, they're the supplier, the number one supplier of signed memorabilia for Costco Canada. And they've been doing it for a lot of years. So uh, 10 plus years now, I believe. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for those guys, you can get them at uh, www.phgsports.com and uh, you'll get all their merchandise, or, well, at least some of it on there. Uh, follow them on Facebook as well, guys, PHG Sports on Facebook, and you can get regular updates as to where they are now, which Chad is in charge of. Where are they, Chad? Stony Creek, Ontario. Stony Creek, Until Ontario. the 19th of December. There you go. Get out. Buy your father something. He was good to you all year. Get him something yeah. good. Get us something good. Send us something nice. Yes, I was going to say, get us something It's Christmas. Good. It's Christmas. Oh, God. Anyway, guys, titter-tatter. Let's get better. I'm going to score more than you. That's the game we're going to play. Yep. And it's a hard game to play against Vasilevsky. So. Yeah. Three past him. Leafs never hmm? had a I don't think Vasilevsky never stones him. Like, most teams I don't know. Do not get three goals on him. Leafs have never had a problem with Vasilevsky. He's like 12 he and 7. A, he likes to do that bag kick, right? Yeah. He does that back kick thing. and uh, He has Burnham. But... He's not the reason why they won that game. No. It, no turnovers. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. I mean, that's the story of it. And it's the last few games, too. And it's not only whole Muslims, not much better. I, I'm really no, disappointed in that period this year. Time. Yeah. Found yeah. the other 4D, but. Muz is not Muz. No, little there's sh- something something not right. No. Little show for Christian Rubens, man. He doesn't look out of place at all. Eh? No. no. He doesn't look out nervous. of place. He's huge. He doesn't look like he doesn't look like he belongs too big. The giant out there, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a big kid. Go ahead and see the uh, the growler finally make it up to the lease. Yeah, but like his, his yeah. I mean, his decision making is not bad. He he, mm-hmm. he moves the puck quickly. I mean, none of this is a surprise to me. Well, it kind of is surprising me because I knew he could do it at the at the ECHL level. He was a dominant defenseman, and then he moved to the AHL, and well, you know, to no one's surprise, he played well there too but to see him at the nhl level where the speed the game is that much faster and, he, and i mean he just looks good you know yeah for a rookie defenseman i mean he's not gonna not gonna win any calders or anything this year clearly uh he might not even get much more of a look once players start coming back healthy but 
fact of the matter is, he's a viable piece, man, going into the playoffs. You could easily sit on that uh, with the Black Aces and, and be there if you need him. He's a big old boy. You yeah, know? If he keeps playing like that, I mean, someone goes down, you're pretty happy calling him up. Yeah, no issues whatsoever. You no. really miss Sandine out there, though. I got to say. Oh, like, man. Yeah, yeah. You, re- you really miss that piece of it. Uh, Raleigh's playing some of the best hockey he's ever played with, like back to the days of him, Chad, I think you mentioned it the other night. Him paired with Hainsey was, was his best year he's ever had. The thing so, that's but, getting me with Raleigh, he like his offense looks great. His defense is not looking so great, man. He looks slow, and everybody's beating him one-on-one. Yeah. But he's doing that thing that he does that he does well. He's putting points on the board, so all is forgiven, mm-hmm. I guess. But it drives me nuts when I see him go one-on-one trying to get back. He never has a chance. No, no. He's looked slower this year. But even the game like this tonight, my only problem is that Holm wasn't peering. Like, I I can't say I was disappointed with any of the forwards. Like, they had plenty of chances, scored three goals against a top team, which should be enough, you would think. Yeah, Kasha um, getting it done as usual. Yeah, Kasha's been great. Like, didn't, to be quite honest with you, in his first month, how he was playing, I didn't expect this to be. Um, what the result was going to be, but he's going to be a real, real key piece for us. Yeah, it, well, just, I mean, you, it seems like you're hearing his name all game long. You know, it's just steady on his name. So that means he's on the puck always. You rewind to uh, episode one, two, three, whatever, whatever episode you want to look at from season two of our podcast. And the resounding opinion among all four of us was that Casho is kind of a disappointment. Right. Really? Yeah. We uh, we uh, we talked about it, and uh, that was kind of like, like I said, I've re-listened to him, and us where that was kind of like the resounding trends. Like, not that he looked bad, but he just didn't show much. And uh, uh, here lately, man, my question to you guys is, uh, does he deserve a regular spot in the top six? Because at the end of that game, I definitely would. Yeah, def- absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. He's, he, he's that power forward uh, on the wing that like I'm just with uh, Willie's presenting himself that way, but like Kasha is a little bit different, different going to the dirty areas. Yep. Um, like you can see it in his face that he's just he's out there to battle. Can he do another Hyman type? I mean, imagine slotting him up on the uh, top yeah. line for a look. So my well, question then is, who comes out, Kerfoot or Bunting? Kerfoot. I think so. Yeah, and, Bunting and is. Bunting looks really good. Kerfoot is also a hard pill for me to swallow because I've thought he's elevated his game big time this year as well. I think he's looked at times. I mean, in some of those games when that second line was really buzzing, it was on the back of Alex Kerfoot. I mean, he was just all over it. You know, when nights when Willie was on, Kerfoot was on, and that line was unstoppable. So, you know, again, good problem to have, but, uh, but interesting. Yeah. You but I think of a third, li- I think of a third line coming back, uh, of camp, uh, Mikhaev and say Kerfoot or Kasha, like that's pretty, pretty darn good line. Good defensively, but a speed there, of course, at Mikhaev, like they will have a good problem. And I was saying to a buddy tonight that, when you when you look back at it, Dubas got to be smalling by not signing Hyman. You've got Bunting there with probably a point or two more than Hyman. 
making yep. what four or five million less. Um, under then, a million. Yeah, and then you've got Kasha there. I don't know what we signed Kasha for. I'm assuming it was less than two million or around that. Oh yeah. Um, filling a similar role. So, like I, I, I think the again Dubas has done well in replacing one point two five for Kasha. Kasha? One point two five, yeah. For one year though. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's all you're hearing. It's a common. They're always talking about him. Always how to say it. Just steady saying his name over and over and over. So yeah. They, 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 worth signed, there. they signed Richie Camp, Kasha, and Bunting for about the same as what you would have paid Zach Hyman. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not even yeah, it's not it's not even worth talking about, right? And no. I mean, like I said, I'm a big Zach Lyman fan. He just at that cap hit, he just didn't fit our team, and that no. that's, no. that's that's fine. Edmonton uh, needed it and had the money, so that's all it is. Yep, one one guy out, four guys in, and uh, it's going to be another interesting interesting dilemma next year. Like I said, we're Phil Kessel's money is coming off the books, but we've increased Riley's paycheck, so it's kind of a bit of a wash, you know. So there's going to be some more experiments out there, guys. That Dubas is going to go out and find and bring in. Um, yeah. Uh, my my big hang up with this team, and I hate to rag on the guy again, but I'm just not a fan. That's Pierre Engvall, right? Like I, I just don't see what he ever does to justify his job at the NHL level. I just don't see it. I I certainly don't see what justifies his job on PP two. Like I mean, give me a break. The guy can't score. Period. Right. And uh, no. and you're, you're giving him time on PP too. I don't know. I just it baffles me when I look at the Marlies and look at some of the guys who they got playing there, who could take that exact roster spot, and at least show at least what they got. Because right now Engvall is showing me nothing. He kills penalties and does that adequately. But that's not yeah. enough. That's not enough to keep you on an NHL roster. He's the guy. He's the guy that comes out when when we get our full team back. Oh no question. That's yeah. no brainer. Like. I really yeah. like to play a Simmons. Um, I don't think they're stu- giving up on the Richie experiment just yet. I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big Simmons fan. I hope he never draws out of the lineup again. No. However, he does not look good alongside Austin Matthews. He just, no. he, just he, he just looks out of place and mm-hmm. that's no knock on Wayne Simmons because you know, those guys are not the easiest people in the world to play with, but Wayne just doesn't, I don't know. I don't like. I, I don't know if he just lacks the creativity or the mindset or what it is to play with those younger guys. But he it just doesn't. He looks way better on that fourth line playing with a Spezza, and he does look on the top line. I think that's why very early on in this game we've seen Simmons kind of starting to slide into that spot. Keith was like, "Yeah, this is not really." Well, you need to have Simmons about seven or eight years ago if you well, want him to be up in that line. Exactly, because he was very well fitting on all that when he was on Philly. Oh, no doubt about it. It's just, uh, I think, you know, he plays hard and it's shown it's slowing him down. So changing up the game and the yeah. fourth line. Oh, I like where he is. I like uh, the role he plays. I wouldn't take pro- him out. The problem with is not just that you're missing a Marner and his, his points and his potential and his play is that then you start slotting pe- folks into positions that they're, they shouldn't be in. No, I, I, I think that's the bigger issue because I think they have the team that could win without Werner. But yeah. again, you're slotting folks in where he really shouldn't be. Well, that, yeah. I, I, the, the, while, while the Marner injury hurts, the Spezza uh, suspension on top of that 
really compounds the problem because he's your he's your yeah. Swiss Army knife, man. He's yeah. the guy that oh, okay, yeah, we got a problem, slot him in, and because he can so play anywhere in that lineup, right? Yeah. And he does not look at a place alongside Tavares or or Matthews. Uh, so him out at the same time as, as Mitch, not a good look for the team, right? No, especially at a time when you're lacking a, a puck moving defenseman on the back end to move to play up the ice in, in Sandine. Man, it's uh, and like I said, that's not the reason we lost tonight. I mean, no. that's, I mean, if anything, we had the Tampa Bay had more impactful players missing than we did. So uh, that's not the reason we lost. Um, what is very evident, though, and I I, th- I don't think the Leafs have this ability. When you screw up, when you when you drop step puck in the neutral zone or at the offensive blue line or whatever, you, once you give up that odd man rush to a team like Tampa Bay, they're gonna burn you every time. Yeah. yeah. Not like some of the times. Not like fifty percent. Not like. The Leafs don't do that. The Leafs, the Leafs will will mess that up as often as they'll make it happen, and uh, that's not the case with Tampa Bay, man. They'll burn you, and yeah. they say, "Oh yeah, Willie knocked it into his own net or whatever." Uh, you'll hear all kinds of things, I'm sure, but from uneducated people on Twitter about that. But uh, that was a goal, regardless. That was going in in the net. Yeah, that, w- that would have been a tap in. Yeah, that was a good right. back check, actually. I thought he played that. Gone wrong. Yeah. yeah, so. Like, you know what, looking at two recent losses, this one, as well as the Minnesota one, I was totally fine with the Minnesota one. Those were fluke goals, deflections, and those things. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it really because of turnovers? This one hurts a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. Like, three or four of those goals should not have been in. Just, mm-hmm. uh, like, and, Hall and I, just, I'm puzzled because he's behind the net. Yeah. Takes his time, takes his time, and then, He's, he starts to lose options to get the puck out of the zone. Puck he closes himself in. Cole Akvo did a, did a great segment on it during the intermission. They're talking about uh, not moving the puck instead of while Hall is choosing to skate with it. Yeah. Um, and again, he's, he closes himself off. And that was a big problem tonight on, on, on two goals. And another almost could have been, like, had it not been for Jack Campbell, that, that game would have got out of hand in a hurry. He made a couple of 10 bellers in that game that I thought yeah. were fantastic, right? It would have been nice for him to make a couple of saves earlier on, but I can't, I can't fault him for the goals either because there was not, not, neither one of those, those goals, those four goals, you look and said, man, Jack should have had that. Like, that wasn't the case. No. Uh, it wasn't a full hanging out to dry, but the team didn't help him any, you know? So, what you got to be really careful of now, they don't go on. A streak where one, one win one lose one win one lose one um like they've got a tough road trip next week Ho- hopefully you can get chicago saturday night yeah but like if you can go on that road trip and get secure two out of three like or sweep like they did in california you're back in good shape like i don't see in what situation leafs don't make the playoffs like it's no oh, god those teams are set in that division now what we're 12 points up on boston i think we're 10 or 11 up on Detroit, which they're going to falter. Boston should finish in the fourth spot. Um, man, I, uh, I wouldn't count Detroit out, man. They're playing good hockey and they got some good yeah. young guys, right? It's exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah, I always need that. Who's going to drop off? Like one of those three teams really got to fall pretty, oh, yeah. pretty hard. Yep. Yeah. Um, Florida hasn't done it even when Barkov was out. Now I know Barkov is no, back, no. but so, but they made a good point tonight. You really don't want to finish in that two three spot. No, no. You don't. Now, at the same time, if you're finishing number one, you're still facing a good team from the Metro Division. Listen, yep. no matter where you finish, you got to beat them all. That's the yep. whole. That's the concept, and the, the Leafs have proven 
that they're one of the top tier teams in the league when they want to be. There's no question about that. This is just read the recent runs they were on prior to the injury. Man, that team looked unstoppable. That team yeah. was like the most confident I've ever been in a Leafs squad. I was like, oh, the boys got this. This is money in the bank. Uh, when, you're, when your top tier guys are firing, you're getting a little bit of secondary scoring. But more importantly, the defense looked, probably might even be the best Leafs defense I've ever seen in, the, yeah. in that, that seven or eight game stretch oh, there. In a very long time. They were, if they ever, were yeah. so dialed, right? So locked in. Um, I don't know what's going on. I wonder what's going on with Dermot. Because, like I said, for him to be losing his job to a guy who was in the ECHL two years ago is kind of. right? Was he? Yeah, shoulder. Was that right? I didn't know that. Okay, well, thank yeah, you. For yeah, that. I didn't know it at first either, but, but it is a shoulder. Not much is being said. No. Injury. I, I don't know. There hasn't been any talk about him. No, it, it is a shoulder, though. It must be a day-to-day thing or something that they're not talking about much. Yeah. Hopefully. But, I, like, Keith is not shy to put these guys right into the lineup either, right? I think he probably had options. He sent Anderson down to put Steves in the lineup. Yeah. I haven't seen really much from him, but he doesn't look out of place. He's not – I don't think he's getting a ton of ice time. My my question is, like, at what point does the Josh Hosang exper- experiment start to pay dividends? Like, uh, okay, so has he proven he can play in the NHL or not? Because surely by now he's a more viable option option than Alex Steves, isn't he? He got to be. Yeah, I well, I, I understand think so. he, he doesn't have an NHL contract. I know that's 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 right now the stumbling block, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, okay, should or get off the pot here, Kyle? Either either cut him loose. Because, yeah, why do you want to keep him on the Marlies so that you can win a Calder Cup? Like, yeah, you know, cut, either cut him loose or sign him and bring him up because he's clearly, clearly the guy you'd want on the wing in your top six at a time like this. A time yeah. when you're absolutely dying for some talent up top to try to balance what you've lost. You know, he, he is a more viable option up front than Wayne Simmons is. I, I can only assume there's probably a cap problem there somewhere. Especially with you know, you've, got, you've got you've got two guys there, Sandine, uh, Sandine and Murner on LTIR. I can only imagine that's the that's the issue. But you know, I, I don't know. Maybe they're just having patience. I don't know, man. Like I said, to, to me, in progress. God, How long did it take for Galchenyuk? Not this long. No, I don't think it was this long either. No, it no. was it was a fairly short conditioning stint. Really, is what he had. Uh, Hosang, we're into a quarter of the year gone, right? And uh, I, I think this is a different situation. Galchenyuk was still coming from a well, he was still on an NHL deal, still, yeah, right, still yeah. in the NHL, and um, yeah, I don't know what Hosang it's it's interesting. Like, they've got to make a move this week to get Morazic back up. Well, I know he's back up, but something's yeah. maybe that's that's maybe that's the reason why Gabriel, Gabriel was traded. I don't know. Well, when I when I heard that first Gabriel was traded, I was thinking, okay, maybe they're just moving out a contract. I was thinking maybe they trade him for uh, future considerations or something like that, yeah, which is what I was hoping because that's just a that's just a, a roster spot dump, right? Then you can sign a another player without affecting your your overall big picture when it comes to contracts. Um, I I guess at the end of the day, they just simply didn't need Curtis Gabriel after they picked up uh, Kyle Clifford. That's that's quite clear. Uh, Cliff, Clifford's twice to player Gabriel is without the gloves off, so uh, so yeah, uh, it was it was an obvious contract to dump, and they picked up a defenseman who obviously would be more serviceable to them than a guy than the guy who drags his knuckles around the ice, right? So uh, 
no fan of Curtis Gabriel, by the way. But anyway, uh, a whole other story. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I want to ask you guys too about uh, about uh, all the talk about Stamkos versus Tavares and who makes the Olympic team. Because to me, it's not as clear cut as John Tavares all the way. What are your thoughts? I I, th- I think Tavares makes it, and maybe it's because he had that Lululemon promo or whatever. I, I I don't think they ask him to do that if he's not going to be on the team. I I really don't, and especially with the start that he's had to the season, he's been a lot better yeah. than a lot of players, and he's been very consistent. Um, well, I I think I'd have both of them there, uh, but if I if I'm choosing one, it's going to be well. They, they made a comment during the telecast or during the intermission that they almost assumed that Stamkos would have been a better leader in the dressing room. And I'm like, I'm not understanding that one. No, no. Yeah. Well, John, like, John Tavares is so serious and so monotone where, you know, maybe Stamkos is a little bit more animated, but yeah. I mean, depending on what team kind of needs, you're going to, you know, if I was going to pick Stamkos or Tavares, well, do I need a guy that's deadly in front of the net making tips and cleaning up garbage or need a guy at a power play, you know, dropping a knee and one time in it? Uh, that's what it comes down for me. I mean, they're both elite players. They've got both scores. Great players. Yeah. I, I think Tavares can bring some other, other elements. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, like, I, I think both of them make it. I think there's some players like you would have thought a Barzell would have been a guarantee. He's I don't know how he makes that team. Uh, one of the things that I learned this week, though, if you, if a player wasn't on that fifty-player submission list, you you can't make the team, which I didn't realize. Yeah. Mm. So Manji Pony, like he's not, he's tailed off. Um, I there was I heard someone else say this week that Adam Pellick is going to be that typical defensive defenseman the team Canada has always brought on. Mm. He may be, he may be that guy. I, I still say uh, I'm assuming Brody didn't even make the top 50, but Possibly I would have. I, I doubt it. Like I, I think Toronto has, and same thing with Riley. Riley's been recency uh, bias or whatever, but yeah, Riley's played really well, and I, I think him, Marner, and Tavares at the end of the day land on that team. Well, when they're saying is one or the other for Stamkos or Tavares, I start saying. How is that possible, given the fact that, like, well, some of the names that are saying are a lock for your for your for your team are guys like, uh, well, Shifley, which I don't argue. I mean, Mark Shifley's a good player, but do I think he's hidden tails above either of those other two guys? No, I don't. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly is another name to say. People say, no, he's a, he's a lock to make the team. Couturier, Sean Couturier, yeah. yeah, Mark Mark Stone. I mean, these guys. I don't, I don't see those guys as better options than either. Like this, this is the part where I'm getting hung up. I don't see those guys as better options than Steven Stamkos or John Tavares. And I know I'm biased with Tavares because he's one of my favorite players ever, but Stamkos is as well with good reason. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I get that they're a little bit older. I get that, but they're far from editor, editor. No, God, no. no they're, they're not heading down, down the ramp to the retirement village just yet. You know no. what I mean? So, like I said, to put a Sean Couture on the team ahead of either one of those guys, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't either, it. especially, like, you got to look at some of those teams this year. Couture is not doing what Philadelphia is not playing well. Like, I, I don't know what part that plays into this in terms of how they're playing this season. I suspect it plays a big part. Like, I, I, don't, I really don't know how you leave 
Well, Stamkos is number five in the league now in points. Tavares is up there over point per game player. I, I don't know how you leave him leave him off. Both bring experience. You don't. I, I this is why I, I I don't know if this was just a question that they figured, okay, we need something to talk about tonight, something contentious. So let's invent <laughs> this. Because I don't see it as a thing, right? That's why I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Because to me, I, I'm like, uh, both of them make a team. And there's probably three or four guys behind them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? At least a couple. And well, it's definitely I, something too, like, you know, like I was saying, like, depending on the role that the player plays. If they need, like, Katori because he pills, kills penalties better than, like, you know, more than anybody else and, you know, draws face-offs. Like, I mean, that's the other thing with Tavares' face-off percentage so far this year. I mean, that can't be ignored either. Right. Yeah, and I mean, even if he's on to take a face off and get off again, imagine if your team Tavares is kind of funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> if your team is that good and John Tavares takes some face off, you're like, get off those, you're a liability. <laughs> <laughs> Not your line. Yeah, yeah. No, so. the, the one thing, and again, this is such a, a moot point with with Tavares, but I mean, he got a lot of great chemistry with Mitch Marner too, and that'll yeah. give the head coach some other options if during training camp for some ungodly reason mariner doesn't fit with crosby or mcdavid i think mariner's pretty <laughs> universal for anybody i think yeah well that's the other part too and yeah. so i don't know if that's but it's certainly not going to hinder Tavares's chance of making the team anyway no having that ability to score 47 goals off the stick of mitch mariner so um, <laughs> i think the other thing is too god forbid you see a, a top center one of your top two centers go down yeah, I, I'm I'm comfortable with a John Tavares filling in to that number two spot or even the number one spot. Can you say the same thing for a Ryan O'Reilly, a Couturier, a no. Stone? No, I, I don't see it. No, and that that's that's my problem with the guys that they're saying are are are, are locks, right? I just I don't know. But I think I was looking at was last night, and someone has Shabbat as a definite, and I'm like. I, I don't know how that happens. I, I know he's fan. real good. That guy eats minutes too, man. He's like 28 minutes a night. He do. And but so I'm if like, he's only playing 24 minutes on Canada, he'll look way better than you think. I like Shabbat. So do, like, I'm not one bit worried about Tavares making the team. I think he's, I think he's a lock. I have all along. Morgan Riley, on the other hand, I, I don't know if he keeps playing like he's playing into into point production for sure. Yeah, I mean it's there, but I mean from a defensive perspective, pff, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. Uh, he's definitely one of the better options out there. But I mean, there's a lot of great uh, great defensemen too. I mean, you're looking at Dougie Hamilton. The, I mean, he's uh, to me Dougie's gonna make the team. He's just one of those Angel's guys. Lock. Yeah. Well, he's, oh yeah. He'd be a he'd be Ekblad. a. I think Ekblad is there. Darnell Nurse, Nurse and Cal McCarr. Cal McCarr is making the team. Oh, McCarr, yeah. I don't know if Nurse is a lock. I don't know. I don't know if he is either. That's where you're. That's where you're getting down to. Do you take a Raleigh? Do you take a uh, a Nurse? Uh, I think Theodore is probably going to be a lock. I, I see him pairing up with Petrangelo. So you got that combination. Like do you see? Perryco go there. Rook. So I, don't, I don't like that 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 strategy. That's I, well. I think you're probably right. I don't like this. Uh, let's take the defensive partner to go with the same guy. I, I just don't like that. I don't. I, I mean, yeah, okay, we kind of worked it well for Chris Letang on the forward with Crosby, but again, I think I could have tapped in a few with Crosby. Yeah, yeah. Like to me, uh, if you're top moot, Petrangelo is going to be on your top pair, right? Yep. So is there nobody else from the Canadian hockey program currently playing in the NHL? 
who was substituting for Shea Theodore up on that top pair. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I, yeah. I don't. I mean, and a lot of people are saying that that that, that that's going to be a pair at the Olympics, and I just I'm like, really? Like that's like to me, Shabbat is a better option than Jay Theodore. And like I said, I don't even know if he makes the team. So well, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's going to be interesting. I always love these okay. conversations because it's like, uh, like you're like, it's, it's like you're spoiled with riches and you're like, Oh yeah, well it can be this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. But but even some projections has Carter Hart as your number one. And I, I know yeah. Philadelphia are really bad, but I've seen a lot of projections where he's number one. Yep. And I do think he is the next thing for Canada, but I don't know if that's right now this year. He's he's letting in a lot of goals. But who do you who who becomes your number one? Like, I don't know. Canada Price is not looking likely shoulders. right now. No. Uh, if, if Price plays then again, it's not, it's a game. big stage. He's like, yeah, he's probably gonna eat it up. But do you know who else? Uh, this one's saying here that Josh Morrissey may make the team. Oh, well, then and I'm getting pretty. I'm cheering for the Americans. <laughs> I'm pretty close to cheering for Austin. Ice cap, ice cap, Josh Morrissey. You're going to treat him like that. Come nah, on. I know, but I just don't. Put it this way: if Morgan Raleigh misses out on that team because of Josh Morrissey, no, this I'm, one has him on I'm there. Done. It, this one says the last cuts are Dougie Hamilton, Shabbat, and Brent Burns. That's the last cuts of the team. I don't. I don't. Brett Burns not making this team. Brett Burns. No, no. 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 You need five I, years ago. I can see Shabbat making it or not making it. Like Dougie Hamilton has had a great year in New Jersey. Yeah. Like I, I, oh, yeah, I he's got to make it. I think he's there. He's he's a lock. I I think your locks on defense, Petrangelo, McCurr, Dowdy. Um, I'd love to say yes, but I don't think he's a lock. I think Ekblad is, is a lock. I love to see this, here. If we're saying this, Shabbat make might make the team. I'm going to say Dowdy's definitely making it. It, then it becomes like who do you take who do you take off like who who goes right again the defense is even more timely to me than the forwards because yeah. there's just so many great offensive defensemen but mm-hmm. kind of good to have some guys back there who can swoop the puck out of the way or lay a big hit right so and yep. i mean that's petrangelo i mean he's your all-around guy so i mean he's your your swiss army knife defenseman but uh, after that you know the Ekblad guy can guy, play that dual role Ekblad can dougie hamilton can well, will he? I don't know. So it is. It is going to be very interesting because Cal McCarr is not. Cal McCarr is an offensive defenseman, as is Morgan Riley. You know, these guys are are are. It's a bus situation with him. It's 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 balls to the wall. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I uh, I like I said we're spoiled with riches and it's fun to talk about. But speaking about how good Dougie Hamilton is, listen, let me put together a uh, a potential trade for you. See if you'd be down with it. Okay. So we got. Say if we were to trade, I don't know, thirty goal scoring forward for Dougie Hamilton and Tyler Sagan, would you make the trade? A thirty goal score. Uh, it's hard to say, man. Dougie Hamilton's after like packing his suitcase too many times. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I don't I mean, know. I, I, I love the way he's I'm playing right now. Bob McKenzie, like, which quiz master came up with this question? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I loved I love the old Berkey trade, right? The Phil Kessel for the uh Phil Kessel yeah. for really what turned up to be Dougie Hamilton and Tyler Sagan. Oh, that's where you're going with it. Yes, yeah, sorry. No, no, I was going with it with you know you any of the 30 goal scorers that we currently have, which is not that many currently. Um Willie's on pace for it, as is yep. JT, as is um Austin oh. Matthews. That's about it, I think. Well, actually Michael Bunting, I think, is on pace for 32, which yeah, is yeah, he's 
Yeah, he just got like it was like seven points in nine games or something. Yeah, he, he not too bad. Not up to rookie scoring board. Yeah. The only thing I'm not comfortable with the Leafs right now is that defense, and not and and not just because of tonight's game. I had to go back to the beginning of the season, and even in that big streak they were going on, it's it's not a six. De- it's not a set of six defensemen I'd want to be going into the playoffs with. And I know it's not going to be, you know, they're going to go out and make that move for yeah, like, I don't know, be something. A, like a Bogosian or something like that. Um, yeah. I, I just don't see that defense. If Hall and Muslim were what they were last year or previous years, then maybe yes, but you've got inexperience there with Sandy and Lilligren. Uh, and then you got some turbulence there with Hall and Muslim. Yep. Um, I'm like, well, I got to tell you though, Lilligren, Lilligren to uh, me is looking, yep. looking good. I'm not in any more comfortable hurry. every day, every game. Well, yeah. I was of the opinion at the beginning. I think we we're doing episodes earlier before the season started. And I said, this is the year you either shit or get off the pop, but Lilligren, it's time to either let him go play any NHL game somewhere else or give him a regular spot and see what you got. Yeah. Cause he's. He's too. He's not too good for the AHL. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a serviceable AHL defenseman, but defensemen mature completely differently than forwards and in, in, at the minor league level, right? They need to be exposed to that pace of play coming at them uh, in the opposite direction that the NHL offers before you know what you got, and that's just yeah. the way it is. So and that ceiling is there for a reason for him. Like we've been talking about Lilligren for seven years, six years, whatever it is, uh, but he's still, as of this year. A rookie and if you yep. throw a rookie defenseman uh on the ice and give him the kind of minutes that lilligren's been logging which is which have been respectable minutes man to me i think he's a standout this is yep. his first season in the nhl and i think he's mm-hmm. killing it he's not rasmus yep. sandine killing it but also rasmus sandine played more games than, than lilligren and has had a lot more exposure a lot more practice time with the team etc etc so i think the kid's killing it you know? Well, he, uh, like right now, based on the season, they're, they're the three and four best defensemen on the team. Yeah. I, I have no idea what's up with Muslim. Like, I wonder if Muslim's not playing quasi hurt, man. Seems like it oh. seems like he's always limping off the ice. I'm like, frig, man. Like, I mean, I, he puts his body in the way all the time. And I respect that. But how do you get Ben Sherrod out of Montreal? As much as I don't want him to be making trades with Montreal, I don't want to trade with Montreal. Like, well, this is the time to do it. You know they're gonna want a first round pick, which I got no problem. I'll give them up every every day. Even take Petrie. Uh, yeah, I give up a first round pick as long as we're making the playoffs, and right now it looks that way. So, yeah. Because again, it goes back to the Dougie Hamilton, and Tyler Sagan, like Phil Kessel trade. That one is a scary, scary when you look at how that could have went. You know. So. But you know what? In, in hindsight, on that trade, like you, you still uh, make that trade. You still like, make you that gotta, trade. You got a superstar um, in Kessel, like fantastic player. It's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Uh, how do you how do you not make that trade? Well, he, it he just was, turned out really bad on the on the other end of it. Yeah, but, well, it turned out really bad down the road. Yeah. Uh, without making that trade, the Leafs finishes. The Leafs, the Leafs ends up in in a lottery position for a Hall. Well, they were they were anyway. Uh, for the Yakupov year, to run, they, they we're the Oilers, basically. Because um, yeah. Kelso then became our franchise player, and then they moved in uh, Phenoff. So, yeah, we're going back a long ways. But, but yeah. Well, ben Chariot's contract is up this year. So, do you give up a first-round pick with no future no. with this guy? 
I don't see Dubas doing that. But Not can you get him as a rental? He did it for, like, for Felino. I know, but Felino is a lot better than Chariot. Chariot, or whatever you want to call it. Chariot. Also, I hear Ben Schrott's yeah. an asshole. So, yeah, I mean, there's also that. I think there's video footage of that. Yeah, well, I I, uh, I met Ben Schrott in St. John's. And oh, did you? Yeah, when he was playing with the Ice Caps. And uh, it w- we went to Fan Appreciation Night. And I mean, Fan Appreciation Night is a lot of kids, which is cool. Yeah. And a lot of hockey nerds, which is also cool. But like, I mean, it's your chance to take around your empty Ice Caps flyer. I got it here somewhere. It's 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 it's, it's a it's an it's an autograph board that they hand it to everyone to go around. And all the players are sitting at desks and stuff and doing their thing. And and Ben Sherratt was the only guy who was there that was too cool for school when it came to uh, <laughs> on autographs. Like the kids were trying to get him, you know. And he's like, yeah, he, like, kind of appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He was like, uh, and and ever since then, I was like, man, that guy's going nowhere. But now he did. He ain't not in the NHL. And he's he's a serviceable player. But after seeing that, I was like, nah, you know what? You know, he got up like 20 minutes before everything was over and dodged on and like, no way. Yeah. It, w- it wasn't cool at all. No anyway, St. John's. Yeah. How much is I mean, left on Drew Doughty's contract? God, I, my favorite defenseman of all time outside the Leafs. Does he still is get it? years left? Oh, he got to have at least five. I loved, I loved guy. I, I, I definitely have my team count. I can't say he's a lock because I just don't, just so many other defensemen, but you get like I love that guy to be on the lease right now. Let's see, after this year, one, two, three, four, yeah, okay, five years left. That's not happening. No, 11 well, million a year. No, some some viable teams that are going to be in sell mode are well, obviously, the Vancouver Canucks. We haven't mentioned that. I mean, Vancouver's torn it down and built it back up. Yeah, and they just got Rutherford today, huh? Yeah, Rutherford is on, they got Gabby coaching, so I mean. Um, stuff's about to go down. Yeah, it's about to get hairy out there. Um, they've got some awesome, awesome defensemen, uh, all expensive defensemen, but not yep. if you're moving a Jake Muzzin, for example. Do you move a Muzzin for a Tyler Myers, for example? Is that a, is that a trade that you'd make? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that improves us. Tyler Myers is not as. I, I don't do that trade. I, I don't think the lift is is big enough. For Muzzin, um, yeah, Tyler Myers is. Unless I'm missing something, he's he's dropped off mightily from what his potential was. Yeah, he's. I I, I don't know if I want him on the team. The catch the catch with with him is he signed for another two years at six million bucks after this one, which is. Yeah, I don't want that contract. It, that that's that's where it's tangly, right? Yeah. Uh, the only other defenseman that they've got out there that would potentially uh, he'd have to waive his no move clause be Oliver Ekman Larson. And uh, that's a contract which we simply cannot fit under our cap. No. So, like I said, it's, it's Tyler Myers uh, really out there, unless you're looking at bolstering your bottom pair, and then you're looking at guys like Tucker Poole who's out there. Good little guy. Uh, I can't see bringing back Luke Shane. I think he's. Hamannick is out there. Hamannick is there, yeah. He just got called up from the AHL. Yep. Much of something, huh? Yeah. But I think there's other stuff. I think he wants to be in the West Coast. Yeah, that's always been a thing with him. Listen, you know, the Islanders got some defensemen down there. The Islanders are not going to make it this year. Luke Shen's on the top pairing with Myers. Yeah. Are you serious? Then they're, yeah. Wondering what, then they're wondering why they're losing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Quinn on. Hughes and Hamannick are on the second pairing. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, you you guys were talking about Montreal, and uh, and while uh, while you mentioned Ben Sherratt, what about David Savard, man? Oh, totally. Right. And what did, what did he sign for? Only three and a half. Like, but for yeah. how many years? Uh, four or five. Let me look. I'm gonna. I'd take it. I'm assuming. I'm assuming though he's got a no move or something there. I, I would imagine. Nope. Three you years, after, three more years after this one, a three and a half, and no, uh, no, uh, no restrictions. I don't see. I take that. Oh uh, God, yeah, yes. I, I don't see Dubas doing it though. I I don't think he's taking really? term on for. Savard got to be thirty-five, is he? Thirty-one. 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 Okay. Six-two, two hundred and thirty-four pounds, man, and a right shot. Yeah, but I think you can. I I think you can get that somewhere else. I don't know who it is. I, I that's going to be my. Uh, Defenseman come pretty expensive. Yeah. Three and a half is pretty good. Yeah. Well, the other guy that, that sticks out to me in Montreal, and he's hurt. I don't know how the story is with him, is uh is uh Joel Edmonston. And I really liked him when he was with the yeah. Blues. Uh all right. he's a left shot guy, but uh same money. They're still looking at three and a half million, but he's the kind of guy you like in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna know. throw out a name. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. But Giordano in Seattle. To Seattle, really? build the coffers with with picks and those types of things. I know he's the captain, and but he hasn't really <laughs> had that same appeal in your first year. First year, ship out your captain season, but um, I, I see cool something see like him. that. I, I can't see him bringing in a David Savard who's got term left like that. <laughs> well, I mean, Giordano is also UFA at the end of the year. Is he going to sign with Seattle to finish out his career? True. Right, like really unlikely. I'd be fine with that. Put, you put him in a five six pier or or a three four pier. Yeah, I think he's still got some hockey left. I'm gonna see again, yeah. again tr- trying to do the cap maneuvers to get these big ticket guys under the cap. Like you got to do the old uh, Kucherov move where you got one of your big guys out until after the deadline, right? Marner, yeah. setback yeah. after setback, lots of time. Yeah, now Giordano's making according to this making six point seven, uh, six point seven five this year in the ufa next year he's 38 years old but yeah going into playoffs man why not right yeah what about what about vlasic he's got to be up soon is he i love mark edward vlasic yeah no i'm telling I mean, you he's he's making a run too. for suban just watch i can't see it i'd love it i'd love it and hate it at the same time because i think he'd be a cancer in the in the uh in the in the dressing room but uh again how good's our dressing room to begin with i have no idea so I, I think they'd have uh, enough guys in that dressing room to settle him down. Simmons, Tavares, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's not impossible. I mean, as a UFA next year, the, do the Leafs take a run at the guy? He's only thirty-two years He's old. Right? Half dirty this year too, isn't he? Yes. He yeah. Gonna call yeah. him Slurfoot. Slurfoot. Yeah. Slurfoot. Yeah. So. Kerfoot and Skirt. If that's the game he's resorting to, I'm, I'm better off leaving him where he is. It just shows desperation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's not, he's just not living up to his contract right now, right? I mean, he's making nine no. million bucks a year, has been. Uh, he's going to be 33, 30. Yeah, he'll be 33 when he signs his next one. Uh, he's not getting half that, I don't think, at 33 years old. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he lands for five, six million bucks. I don't know, but I just no. can't. I can't see it. He got paid. He got paid that based on winning Norris trophies. Yeah, and he has not done anything even close, remotely close. 
Like, so. can you get a defenseman out of Philly? Or I'm just looking at the standings. Some of the teams at the bottom, like Philly, you got a, a ton of defensemen. Ryan Ellis, Ristolainen, Provorov. Provorov. Uh, You're never him though. Like you've got a ton of defense and the Islanders still got some defensemen left. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chicago, Arizona. I don't know really what's there, but I, I'm I'm going to say Giordano. Wow, that's my prediction for the trade deadline, which is only two months away, two or three. What's Russell Lyman getting? He was always a guy I wanted on the Leafs too. That big Me guy, too. but he's never really. He's been on no. real bad teams. Of course, Buffalo and whatever he's happened in his last, Philly. He's in his last I year. All the battles that Ristolainen used to get in with Kadri, man. It was always entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they're both yeah. like dirty, quasi-greasy players. They never really wanted to fight each other, but it was always kind of like, I don't know, just just, just greasy, dirty. I, I always enjoyed it. But yeah, you I don't know. He's in his last year? Yep, 5.4. It's a good one. Yeah. And he's he a guy you big can still sign. How old is he? he? He's not that old, is he? 27? Yeah. Perfect. Well, this is going to be his big ticket year, probably, if he plays well. Well, this that's the problem. He hasn't. Well, then we don't want him. <laughs> no, well, I know. Me a, but give me a you show guy, me contract. I, I think he still has the potential. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're ever going to hand out awards, guys, for name-dropping defensemen, but if they do... We are the number one first overall pick in podcast, the Deke Snipe Tilly podcast. So, one of these uh, is going to be right. Yeah, one of us. One of us got to be right on this one. We, <laughs> we've good. dropped every name in the NHL. Oh, yeah, we only named four on each team. That's all right. Yeah. 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 No, I think uh, I think we're knocking us on the head, guys. What do you think? I think that's good. I think I'm good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're post game, and, uh, mm-hmm. and this is what you get. We're a bit jaded. We didn't talk too much about the game. I think we're all just kind of, ugh, whatever. It's a loss. Uh, it's a loss, and we'll take it. We'll file it under, meh, and move on. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed the content, guys. If you're looking for more content, uh, check out uh, www.facebook.com slash Uh You'll see some, uh, we got our new writer up and running. So big shout out to, uh, to Tim Hayward, who's uh, Tim. blogging. Got his first blog the other day, and it's actually been well-received among Islanders fans talking about uh, the glory days with Dennis Potvin. So uh, big shout out to Tim for getting his content rolling. And he tells me he'll have another one uh, heading your way very shortly. So again, uh, check out uh, our webpage. You can get us at uh, ca. All of our content is there as well. Uh, follow us on Twitter as well, at SellyDeek. Uh, and of course, if you're tuning in, listening to the podcast like most of you do, you're getting us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all of the above. Uh, anywhere you find your podcast, you can find Deke Snipe Silly. So, if you guys are good, I'm just going to go peace out.